an African story formerly produced for radio, presented and read by Richard Nichols. Bob asks, have you found my wife as yet? No, Mr. Winters, he is still missing. It's too early in the search to say that we will never find her, but whether she is alive or dead is unknown at this point in time. With that, the officer turns away and is seen getting into a black car, leaving Peter sobbing on the doorstep with his face buried in his father's jacket. Come on, lad, come inside now. I will make some tea for both of us, said Bob, not really knowing what to do now and feeling helpless at this moment. He wandered around the house lost and found it hard to see Peter so sad. Then a knock at the door again. It was the local newspaper looking for a story to put in the next edition of the paper. Good day, Mr. Winters. My name is John Gay, and this is Jane, my photographer. We are from the Sun Daily Mail, just outside the town. We were hoping you can give our readers an update on the search for your wife, Linda. He was a tall man with a very long grey jacket that stopped way past his waistband of his long pants, which were light brown in colour. He had a notebook with the words in red, Sun Daily Mail. Jane was in a red dress and of a shorter build than John, as well as having a sweet smile that caught Peter by surprise. He could only smile back through the tears running down the side of his cheeks. The phone rings. Bob turns to Peter. Go and answer it, my boy, and I will continue with the newspaper reporters. Sorry, said Bob. I have no information at this time, and would ask that you leave me and my son alone for now, and closed the door and saw John and Jane leave the property from one of the living room windows. Who was on the phone? asked Bob. He turned to where he would find Peter rolled up in a ball on the floor. The two male lines were so lazy that very morning that not even food would have got them up. Dad, you need to give up on confronting Clip. He is dangerous and has killed animals far bigger than him, including a leopard, said Skye. Cloud in reply, I will do what is needed to protect my family, and not even my son is going to stop the pending fight between myself and a fat python. At the river is Croc and Python, or Clip, as he is called by all his good friends in the park and beyond. A loud sound is heard by all then, a call and another sound that not even Clip or Croc could identify. And before they can say a word, a baboon is standing in front of them. He seemed to be surprised to see them and ran back up the nearest tree only to shout out, My name is Boo and yours? As if things could get even more bizarre. He came down the tree and sat down and took out some fruit and started to eat as if the end of the world was near, and asked, Your name, my friend, said Boo. I'm Clip, said Python, and my friend is just Croc. He has had no name from a baby. Back at Bob Winter's home. You've been listening to an episode of African Story, read and written by Richard Nichols. Join me again 
for another exciting installment of African Story coming soon.